Welcome, everyone. This is Dr. Jesse Morse for the Fantasy Doctors. I'm here with my partner in crime, Dr. Salim Parekh, and we are here for week seven. If this, I feel like the season just started and we're almost halfway through it already. Uh, this is a monster podcast for the, uh, the running backs, uh, one of a huge slate of over 50 players. Um, this one is going to talk about some of the big name running backs. And then we have a second one coming up. You should also tune into that one. So uh, Devonta Freeman has had a rough year. Uh, and unfortunately, it just ended. Uh, he may be able to return it for the last week of the season. Uh, so it wasn't his knee. It ended up being his groin that ended up putting him on IR. So what, uh, what type of groin injury will usually lead you to be out for six to eight weeks? So it really becomes, you know, interesting because a groin is used as a term for sports hernias. So this could be a sports hernia issue. Groin could also mean he's got a muscle that's pulled off the inner aspect of the, of the thigh, the adductors. Um, and usually if you get some bone that pulls off of it, you're going to actually put a certain bone and put a screw to, to anchor that bone back to the pelvis. So we just don't know what we're dealing with here. Now, if this is a sports hernia issue, you can see him fall off the IR and come back at the end of the season. But if this ends up being an issue where you put a screw across and wait for bone to heal, he's done for the season. Either way, I think that uh, he's of little value to our fantasy owners. Yeah, I mean, I think this is a combo between Coleman and Ido Smith. Ido Smith actually looked pretty good rushing the ball. Coleman is just a reliable kind of wide receiving or receiving kind of scat back uh, going in for a, another uh, – contract so he's trying to uh, ball out this year um we know the falcons defense is pretty awful so um they're gonna just because of injuries so they're gonna have to score so i think both are viable rb2s or flexes depending on the matchup and, and, and how they're playing um but it's unfortunate i i had freeman this year he's been pretty reliable the past couple of years and he just one thing after another he had the knee injury and then i think it was an ankle and now we're talking about a groin, and groin injuries are tough. They just do not heal fast. They do not heal well. They re-injure very easily, kind of like a hamstring. And unfortunately, if you're talking about six to eight weeks, I start thinking full thickness tear or, you know, a, a sport tourney or something that's just not going to heal in a couple of weeks. So you just shut them down and hopefully uh, – I mean, they owe this guy a lot of money, so hopefully they can get him back to, to something resembling what he used to be. Yeah, I agree. I think uh, done for this year. Look for next year. So uh, Dalvin Cook, I warned everybody about Dalvin Cook the past couple of weeks. I've had people say, no, it was just a cramp. Uh, you'll be fine. It'll be fine at that overtime game. Well, I'm pretty sure it's been at least two weeks. It may have been a little longer than that. So I, I believe he was quoted in saying that he will not return to the field until he is 100%. Yeah. Well, I, I 100% agree with him. This is kind of bold because I don't think he'll, he'll ever truly be 100%. Um, and I wish Fournette would do this, which we'll talk about in a sec. But So what are your thoughts on whether or not he'll return this week? Yeah, I, I don't think so. You know, in general, we, we want to wait till 80% or better before you get him back onto the playing field. Now he's coming out and saying, I'm not coming out back till 100%. Well, you know what, folks? That could mean another three, four, five weeks. So – if that's the stance that he's taking and he's truly sticking to that, then he is not available this week. Um, and I'm going to roll this into Fournette because it, it kind of ties in where Fournette said, I'm coming out and I'm not going to wait to 100%. And what happens? He re-injures himself and now he may not be available till week 10. So 
the hamstring, we keep saying this, you and I keep saying this right from the beginning of the season, these injuries recur, they're hard to get over, and if you do not take the time to heal these right from the beginning, you're going to deal with it all season long, and we're seeing it with both these guys. Yep, and Will Fuller too. I mean, it just it, this is a tough injury to come back from. From some people, just unfortunately, they need to make sure both of these guys, when they are in practice, they need to hit full sprint, full speed, full stride, and not have any issues. If they can do that in practice on two back to back days. Personally, if I was team doc, I would give them the green light and they should feel comfortable. But if they're not going full full sprint, full speed until the warm-ups, that's a bad sign. If that thing barks, you're done for the day. Yeah. Latavius Murray had a fantastic game. Um, and, he, and that would have been Cooks if he was ready, but he wasn't ready. You know, Fournette, has, Yeldon's been pretty good. He's been banged up in his own right, and, and we'll talk about him in a sec. But Fournette is – I just don't think he's going to go for – I believe they have the London game next week, so that's a bad idea, sending someone across, you know, on the other side of the world right. uh, a long it's flight a both long ways. Ride. Exactly. Yeah, and so – and then the week after that, they have their bye. So it's like, I know you want him back, but this is like a recipe if you rush him back too soon again. Uh, so I, I really think it's going to be week 10 for, for net. I really do. Yeah. And so I think Yeldon's performance plays a role here. So, you know, two weeks ago, Yeldon did great last week. Nothing's okay. I think if Yeldon struggles this week, now the pressure's on Fournette to come back sooner. If Yeldon's foot and ankle hold up and he actually has a good game, there's pressure off of Fournette. And now I agree with you. Week 10 is kind of where we see it. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know what happened to the Jaguars. They laid the smackdown on my Patriots, and then they just looked awful. I mean, they looked they looked like the Cardinals. Well, I mean, my they, son, you know me, we're, we're a Cowboys family. My son says, well, if we could beat the Jaguars, then we can beat the Patriots, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, because it, it works that way. It's that transitive uh, rule. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, no, that, I was very, that was very impressive. I was like, wow, Dak showed up. Okay. Okay. But uh, good for him. Uh, uh, speaking of the Patriots, Sony Michelle, I get a lot of questions on him. So this is just a quick reiteration. reiteration. He dealt with the knee injury. They'll probably – they're putting it more of as because they have to put him as a, more of a formality onto the, um, the injury report. He's fine. I'm not overly worried about it. He's getting a ton of carries. He's looked very good. Uh, their, block, their, their blocking is just incredible, which helps it. He right. hasn't looked unbelievably dynamic, but he's looked very good. Um, so he's a RB2. James White will continue to be the catching, receiving scat back. Um, and, and, and you can technically play both of them if you want. Um, yeah, I agree with you. I mean, if you watch him play, it doesn't seem to be a hiccup in his gait or was running. He's cutting pretty well. So I'm not worried about this meniscus now. I won't be surprised in the offseason that he gets a clean up. But for now, I'd say go with him. Yes. And finally, Matt Breida. This is like one of those cats that has seven lives, so nine lives, whatever it is. Like, this is this, this guy, like, I'm think, based on the stuff I'm reading, I'm like, all right, well, he's probably tore his ACL twice already. He's got at least two or three ankle, different, different ankle injuries. He's got a shoulder injury, and this guy's played almost every week. It's incredible. It's yeah. like, it's, it's, mean, it's you know, just incredible. We talked about it last week. I thought his ankle sprain was going to be a high ankle sprain. Um, but the way he played, it, it doesn't look that way. And the MRI didn't show that. It showed a, I think it was called a mid-ankle sprain, which we don't even have a medical term for that. Whatever that means, yeah. Bottom line is he's performing, right? So 
Um, he, to me, he's the only um, real shining star coming out of the 49ers right now. Kittle is underperforming, and so I just think it's all about Brady with the 49ers right now. Well, Goodwin went bananas last week um, or the other night, basically. But uh, I don't know if that's to be expected. I was high on him coming into this year, and I thought he could have, because of that quad injury that kind of derailed the first part of the season and then Jimmy G being gone. But uh, if if uh, uh, he may be a sneaky play for the next uh, couple of weeks, depending on his matchups, because yeah. of that speed. I mean, and, and Bethard, he doesn't look half bad, um, you know. He looks better than uh, Tannehill did, um, but uh, so but it is what it is. I uh, I agree. I think Brita is just apparently medicine doesn't apply to him because I don't know I don't know what to say. There are some but, players uh, like Adrian Peterson where it doesn't apply for either. So we'll talk about that in the next episodes. Yeah. So this will do it for round one of the running backs for week seven. Uh, if you follow us on Twitter, if you have any questions, you can tag uh, myself or Celine or uh, Fantasy DRS, and we will answer your questions. Um, I usually release a, a couple different injury reports throughout the week on, on Sundays. Uh, him or I uh, usually try to do a, a kind of rundown of all the inactives or actives to try to get, give you guys um, the updates about who's going to be active and how significant it is. Um, and then uh, these are available to be watched on YouTube if you're listening uh, or if you're watching on YouTube and you prefer to you know, listen to it in your car or something, um, check it out on uh, one of the um, pages, whether it's Apple or uh, there's so many different mediums, uh, you know, Podbean and all these. Um, but uh, so that'll do it for round uh, one. Uh, also, be sure to check out the Fantasy uh, Dose, uh, our sweet analytics site that uh, is helping to kind of take out the, the – the, difficult thing challenging part of uh, of the medical aspect of these predicting and kind of give you an unbiased uh data point that you can use as well so uh be sure to tune into the next round take care guys see you guys